Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 274. Dream big and follow your dreams because you'll surprise yourself. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Award-winning author and designer Dwight Knowlton has done it again. His book, The Greatest Race, is now available. The Greatest Race is the story of Sir Sterling Moss's epic and record-crushing win of the 1955 Mille Miglia in the Mercedes-Benz 300 SLR. In collaboration with Sir Sterling Moss himself, Dwight has created a wonderful children's book from this epic race as a follow-up to his best-selling book, The Little Red Racing Car. I have my own copy of The Greatest Race, and I can tell you, this kid's impressed. Like his previous book, this one is printed in the USA. Check out Dwight's Carpe Viem brand, where you can find both of his books, shirts, and more that embrace his seize the road philosophy. Enjoy Carpe Viem at carpegear.com, and be sure to sign up for his newsletter while you're at his website. That's carpegear.com, C-A-R-P-E gear.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. Today, I am revved up and a little dirty. It's so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Matt Myrick. You'll understand what I mean by a little dirty in a little bit. Matt, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'm ready. Five-boy harness is on, helmet on, ready to go. Here we go. Matt Myrick is the president of Busted Knuckle Films that he started in 2006. After filming his college off-road trips, friends started asking him for copies of his adventures, and Busted Knuckle Films was born. Today, his YouTube channel has over 78 million views, his Facebook page has over a million fans, and at his website, you'll find all sorts of cool stuff, from products to DVDs, videos, and more. Matt participates in off-road adventures every weekend, and he's truly living his passion while running a successful entrepreneurial enterprise. So Matt, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a moment and share a little bit about your business and your passion for getting out in the dirt and having fun. Absolutely, yeah. It, it all pretty much started back in college. I mean, I've, I've been an off-road enthusiast since I was about 15. Got my first truck, put a lift kit on it, and it just kind of kind of went from there. You know, went from you know just putting a lift kit on from a little bit bigger tires to you know full-blown build um, into a rock crawler down the road. Uh, we started filming that stuff and put it on DVDs for people, and then they were like, "Oh man, you know, let, let me get a copy." And it was mostly to explain to everyone. People didn't realize, you know, they were like, why do you work all week, you know, working on these rigs just to go and break them every weekend? <laughs> you know, but that was that was just what we liked to do, and it was a passion, and we enjoyed it. So, you know, the more we could share that with everyone um, so they could understand why we loved it so much, you know, that was what it was all about. Well, I love it in a lot of ways because it's what Cars Yeah is all about, people that take their passion for automobiles and wrap it into a vocation. So. You started creating these DVDs, and then you thought, you know what? We need a website, and now you're selling all sorts of products and more, correct? Correct, yeah. That was the, the big challenge with us is, you know, we, we started, you know, we were used to race four-wheelers and stuff like that back in the day, so we're all wearing, you know, Fox Racing t-shirts and stuff like that. You know, there wasn't really any brand that was for the off-road community. I was like, man, you know, we need to come up with a cool name and a logo that so when people see that t-shirt when you walk into AutoZone, they're like okay that, that guy off road you know and that's basically where the you know the whole logo and busted knuckle started and uh we built it into a brand so now 
I mean, it's pretty cool. You can be walking through the airport in California and see somebody walk by wearing a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. I love it. As we continue on this off-road journey of yours, I always like to ask my guest for a success quote. It's uh, something that's been instrumental in forming your life and success. It's a great way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So, Matt, take the wheel. Uh, yeah, that would probably have to be um, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Uh, Henry Ford. That's right. I uh, I got out of college, worked two years full-time for a big corporation, and, and just knew from the get-go right out of the gate that, that that wasn't for me. So I worked as hard as I could from that point to about two years after I got that job. Um, I finally quit my day job and started doing this full-time. Well, it's wonderful. And, you know, Mr. Ford, I've heard many of my guests quote that. I use that quote. I've uh, used that quote over the years. I remind my kids as they go off to college and getting onto their careers that find something you're passionate about because life is too short to have a career in a field that you're not happy with. Would you share with us a story that instigated your passion for cars? I take it you've been a car guy your whole life and especially off-road guy, but is there a pivotal moment in your life when you really knew this was for me? Definitely. I mean, you know, I, I grew up working on my brother had a, a four-wheel drive truck and we you know modified it um most of the reason was to get in and out of our hunting club we had a hunt that was way off the, the paved road and, and it took a, a pretty well vehicle to get back there and you know some of the local jeep clubs and stuff like that would come out and that's when you know the rock bouncing sport people with big motors and stuff like that would put them in jeeps and stuff like that those guys would actually come and we had a waterfall on our property where we hunted and they would all come try to climb that waterfall so uh, I would be up there sitting in my tree stand hunting, and I would hear these guys just beating on their jeeps and stuff down there on that waterfall. <laughs> and, I mean, I would get out of my tree stand and go down there and go watch those guys, and I just knew, you know, from that point forward, you know, I've got to do this. Yeah. Somehow, you know what I mean? <laughs> absolutely, yes, absolutely. I suppose they were scaring all the deers off. Yeah, well, the good thing was I was far enough away, they, they were probably scaring them up towards me. So. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Helping you out a little bit. Matt, what yeah. I'd love to do is take a look at some of the roads you've driven down. I always say crawl under the hood and get our hands a little dirty. Well, getting dirty is something you're really familiar with. Would you share a huge challenge or a great failure maybe you faced along the way in your career? But the most important part of this has to do with how did you overcome it and what did you learn from that situation? Uh, probably the biggest thing was we tried to do too much too fast. I and mean, we were trying to do event DVDs, so we were like, I would go to an event and, you know, film it or whatever and then spend a ton of hours putting it all together and then, you know, we put those up for sale and they didn't do well. So what people really wanted to see was more like a highlight reel of the entire year. So we started doing that and it was a lot more a lot more successful. Ah, very interesting. Well, it's a classic case of listen to what your customer wants from you and give it to them, right? Absolutely. Yeah, great. Let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share a story where you had one of those aha moments in your career, a time when the headlights came on and illuminated your way for a new direction for you to head down, new dirt road or waterfall to climb. Could you tell us the steps that you took to turn that aha moment into a success? Absolutely, yeah. I uh, The first year I ever went to uh, King of the Hammers, which is a big, uh, like a off-road desert race slash rock crawling event. They pretty much, they do both rock trails and desert running mm-hmm. through an entire day. Probably most of the guys finish in like 12 or 13 hours. Like it's pretty brutal. 
race. We we heard about it and we watched like the live feed online for a couple of years and we finally were like, no, we got to go. So we flew out there, made arrangements to have a booth set up where we could sell some of our t-shirts and stuff like that. At that point, no one had a clue who we were. And you just get out there and you see there's tens of thousands of people out there that are into the same thing that you are. They're into off-road and they're into the sport. I was just like, you know, at that point, I was like, as soon as we left that place, I was like, you know, this, this is this big. I think what I want to do can work. And as soon as I got back from that trip, quit my day job <laughs> and did this full time. Well, let's talk about that a little bit because uh, making that realization but quitting up a, a solid job and deciding to take off on a new venture, that's a pretty scary thing, pretty bold move. Were there some elements of what you saw there that as you flew home, you formulated in your mind how you were going to twist this into a business? I mean, at that point, it was I was to the point to where I had to give up one or the other. You know, the, the side business with Buck Knuckle had started growing well enough that I think I, you know, I was spending way too much time on that and not enough time on work. Mm. You know, staying up till two, three, four o'clock in the morning, editing videos, and then showing up to work. You know, tired as to be, and not getting all my work done at work. That really helped make the decision. That was that pivot moment when you knew that you had to go one way or the other. Right. Yeah. Well, very common for entrepreneurs who launch into their own business or juggling many balls, and there's that uh, breaking point where you you have to make the go commission that go commitment rather, and just do it. Is there a moment in time you can share with us that was really proud for you? Maybe a proudest moment that that stands out that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Probably one of the coolest things that's ever happened as far as my business, probably the most nationally recognized thing I've ever had. I had a video on Good Morning America, uh, which was pretty cool. Wow. How did you uh, get that? It was, yeah, they, they just they found it on YouTube and then approached me about it. And the funny thing was, it was this thing we do called Barbie Jeep racing, where basically we take a power wheels, a Barbie Jeep, and we take the motor out of it so it will uh, free run, like, and we downhill race them. And it was actually a video of me racing. Wow. Now, explain this a little bit more for those listeners that don't understand that. It's a downhill run with a vehicle where you, you did you say you take the motors out? Yeah, it's a, it's a barbecue, like a Power Wheels kid's toy. Okay. And and basically, we, we make them with it where they, there's no drag from the motor. We take that part out and make them with it just wheel, and we race two at a time down like a steep downhill. Oh my gosh, that sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds... it's pretty fun, and, it, and it's really cheap. Yeah, you know, yeah. A, a barbie at a garage sale or something for twenty bucks, and you can go race and have all the fun you want. A Barbie Jeep downhill. Oh well, my goodness, you're the first guest on Cars Yeah that's done that. That sounds <laughs> crazy. It's a lot of crying little girls out there going, "What are you doing to my Barbie Jeep, dude?" <laughs> that sounds wild. We try to find some that aren't used. We try to repurpose them, take ones that are they're broken down that people yeah. don't use anymore. Yeah, very cool. I love that. Very funny. That's a unique, proudest moment for sure. I love the fact that you got some exposure, too. That can be a real launching point when you get in front of those big audiences. Absolutely. Let's have a little bit of fun here. What was your first really special vehicle? And if you could share a memory or two you have with that car or that off-road vehicle. Uh, yeah, I actually had a, my first vehicle I ever bought was a, was a 97 Toyota Tacoma four-wheel drive. I built it. I it got had 31 inch tires when I first bought it, and then over the course of high school and college, it went from having a six inch lift and 35 to a full solid axle swap, purpose built rock crawler, roll cage, the whole nine. 
probably the craziest moment with it was we were wheeling in a creek bed not far from uh, where we went to school in Auburn, and uh, the whole front suspension basically just was destroyed, um, the IFS, and that was the, the point where we had to drag it out of there, and that was the point where it was either I could spend the same amount of money and, and fix it, or I could go ahead and do the solid aquifer, so I did that. Oh, goodness. Well, you know, you, you mentioned this a couple times. A lot of these folks that take these vehicles off-road uh, end up ripping them to pieces, tearing them up pretty bad. Is that a, a commonplace occurrence with these cars? And is that is that part of the challenge is to build something that can survive these extreme conditions? It really is. I mean, it's it's not really a competition between you and anyone else. It's like you and the hill or you and the climb, you know. To see whether you know the parts you put in your vehicle or what you've done to it, you know whether or not it's tough enough to make it up here. And so that's that's half of the, the fun. And it was it was a lot of fun, you know, when you have something like what I had. It didn't look as hardcore as some of the jeeps and stuff like that. And someone to tell me, yeah, you won't make it up that, and then go and prove them wrong. And that was definitely the biggest part of the fun. Sure. Are there some common parts failures that you? tend to face all the time or that many people face or is it all sorts of different aspects of the vehicle that that either get damaged during climbing over these huge rocks and boulders or is there you know or is it an engine issue uh usually it's it's common stuff like drive shafts and axle shafts and, and stuff like that but the, the crazy thing with with <laughs> these kind of vehicles is, is the problem kind of moves around as you find the weak points when you strengthen up one thing then something else down the line breaks Oh gosh! So you're constantly upgrading and evolving your vehicle. Sure, sure. Do you sell some of those parts on your your site, or is that something you might be moving into? Uh, no, we have um, some sponsors and partners that, that do that, and we we advertise for them. But we we strictly want to sell apparel and uh, videos for Video. people. Cool. Don't have any interest in the in the parts game? That's, there's a lot of people in that. Yes, absolutely. Is there a vehicle that you've sold over the years that you really wish you could have back? I would say probably the Tacoma. I actually uh, I sold it. It was to the point where, uh, I mean, it had a, an interior cage, and I was to the point where I was doing trails and stuff that I was probably going to end up rolling it, which would probably have ruined the, the truck. So I went ahead and sold it and then uh, found a Jeep that I liked um, and then bought the Jeep, and the Jeep had huge tires, a V8, and all this stuff, purpose-built rock crawler. The sad thing was it wasn't built very well, so there was trails that I made up in my summer that Jeep wouldn't go up. So I ended up partnering that too. Oh goodness! Well, that was my next question: Is there a vehicle you purchased that you really you thought shortly after? What was I thinking? Was it that Jeep? It was definitely that Jeep. The, the final straw with it was it catching on fire and someone having to tow me. I was like ten miles down down the road to get it back to the trailer, and that was its last ride before we <laughs> tore down and parted it out. Oh my gosh! It went out in a ball of flames. My goodness. Okay. <laughs> I think it's crazy. Is there a current project that you're working on right now, either a film or a vehicle, that really has you excited and fired up? Uh, actually, yeah. We we, uh, we just finished up our, our own personal rock bouncer, which is basically a full tube chassis. It's basically like a four-wheel drive dune buggy. All tube chassis, uh, LS motor, um, big axles, 43-inch tires. We just finished it up around Christmas time, and we, we've been – working on it, trying to get all the bugs worked out on it, and try to get it all dialed in so we can start hopefully racing it um, probably next year. Wow, sounds fantastic. Are there pictures of that on your website? There are. There's also videos on our YouTube channel of it. Very cool. I love it. All right, I think I know the answer to this next question, but we'll see. You could surprise us. 
It's a very introspective question for you, Matt. If you were a vehicle, what kind of vehicle would you be and why? I would probably be uh, a rock mounter because there, there's no one no one rock mounter is like any other um, rock mounter, so they're all unique in their own way, and, uh, and they're all all made for the thrill. So that's what I'm all about, big <laughs> adrenaline junkie. I think so. Well, Matt, up next is the last lap, but before we put the pedal to the metal or the tires to the dirt, let's say thank you to our Cars Yeah sponsor. Do you love vintage cars? Then go to CarsYeah.com and get a free copy of the fantastic Filler Up book. It's a full-color ebook filled with fuel filler fun with over 60 color photographs of vintage cars plus inspirational quotes from some of the most famous automotive enthusiasts of all time. Simply go to CarsYeah.com, click on the free book button on the homepage, and download your Filler Up book today. It's free at CarsYeah.com. No more worries about a dead battery. I've got the NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in your glove box and features rechargeable lithium-ion technology that'll start a dead battery in your car, boat, truck, or RV. It packs a whopping 12-volt, 400-amp starting power and can start up to 20 dead batteries on a single charge. Plus, it has built-in spark-proof technology and reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart your vehicle every time. Includes a built-in ultra-bright dual LED flashlight, and it easily recharges with USB outlets so you can charge your smartphone or tablet while you're on the road. Works on any 12-volt lead-acid battery. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool. It's safe and easy to use. Quality, design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, your battery care source since 1914. Get yours at Genius Chargers all right matt we're back and we're entering the last lap or i guess in your case the last climb since uh, a lot of the things you do are not on a racetrack they're out in the country and climbing up rocks and things and this is where i fire off a series of questions and you give our listeners some really quick blips of the throttle answers so are you ready yep what is the best automotive advice you've ever received that's a tough one uh, I'd, I'd probably say the the whole keep it simple um, method, you know, of of find good quality parts to put into your build and you know build it right the first time, and that's that's what we try to do with our our latest build, and it's worked out pretty well. Sure. Well, the old K I S S, keep it simple, stupid, or keep it simple, silly, as I like to say, uh, definitely works. Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has contributed to your success as an entrepreneur? Uh, yeah, I, one of the, the biggest things for me is, is no matter how big the you know the business gets or anything, I, I still you know I don't want to forget my roots. I always make sure, just like on our YouTube channel, people comment all the time. They'll comment on videos, and I comment to every single. I, re, I reply to every comment I get on YouTube or Facebook, and every time someone come, comes up to me at an event, I talk to everybody. I don't care who you are or whether you have a a little tiny Jeep or a full-blown rock mounter. I'll talk to anybody. And I, I think that definitely helps a lot in business. Oh, absolutely. That personal touch is really important. Do you have a resource that you think the CarShout listeners would really enjoy? Absolutely, yeah. One of our biggest promoters of what we do, that, that company that's been with us for a long time and always believed in us you know, from the very beginning of Bustin' Knuckle Films is Yukon Gear and Axle. Um, I, I run all of their parts and stuff in my personal rigs and recommend all their parts to, to other people as well. And they've, they've been there, like I said, from the very beginning, and they still help promote us now. So we definitely definitely say that. Matt, is there a book that you'd like to share with our listeners that you think they would enjoy reading? 
I'm not I'm not a big book person, but uh, I like magazines. And Crawl Magazine is probably one of the better off-road magazines that we look at, and they feature a, a lot of the races and stuff that we go to. So yep. I probably have to definitely say Crawl. There you go. Well, listeners, you can find links to all these resources at carsyad.com slash Matt Myrick. Matt's last name is spelled M-Y-R-I-C-K. Matt, I know you like to get out in the country, you like to go off-roading, but do you have any other interesting hobbies outside of your passion for uh, cars? Uh, we, we've already talked about the barbecue, Gregson. Uh, we do that, and I, I'm into just about everything. We, we, we live on a lake, so we go wakeboarding and surfing, and uh, also into the outdoors. I do mountain biking, snowboarding, and you pretty much name it. Anything that's outdoors and, and is a rush of adrenaline, we're all about. That's, that's where you like to be. All right, we're up to the checkered flag, and I'm real interested in how you're going to answer this question, Matt. The last question could be a real doozy. If you could only have one collector car, and I'll include off-road vehicle in your garage, but don't worry about the cost because today I'll buy you whatever you'd like. What would that one vehicle be and why? That's a tough one, too. Uh, I would would really like to have a trophy truck. A trophy truck. Can you explain to our listeners who don't know about these vehicles, how do you describe a trophy truck? A trophy truck is a, but there's not much truck left of it. It's a dude <laughs> chassis race truck with suspension that has like 20-something inches of travel, and they go over 100 miles an hour through the desert with four and five, you know, four and five-foot loops and stuff they're going through. I always thought that would be a blast to drive. Would these be like vehicles you see down at the Baja 1000? Exactly. Yeah, those cars, or trucks, I should say, are absolutely amazing. And what is it about a trophy truck that really tugs on your heart? The speed. The speed. <laughs> now, that's very interesting because you're a guy that crawls on rocks, and, and you know, those those vehicles are going pretty darn slow, but you like the speed. Oh, actually, with the rock bouncing, it's less crawling and more how fast you can get up a hill. So now guys are hitting hills you know, as fast as they possibly can. Oh, goodness. Okay, cool. Well, it would make sense to me that, listeners, you can go to Matt's website. You can go to his YouTube page. You can see videos of all of these vehicles doing crazy, crazy stuff. I enjoyed some of them the other night, and I'm just sitting here going, oh, my gosh, these guys are nuts, but they're having fun. Matt, you have taken me on a wild ride today. I knew you would, and I've enjoyed your stories. And I want to thank you for sharing your journey your entrepreneurial journey with the Cars Yeah listeners. Do you give us one parting piece of guidance before you rip off down the road in that trophy truck? Dream big and follow your dreams because you'll surprise yourself. What's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and your business? Uh, you can go to our website at bustedknucklefilms.com and you can go to our YouTube channel at rockbouncer.com. Absolutely. Well, listeners, I encourage you to do that. You're going to see some amazing videos. They're going to be just wild and crazy. I had so much fun watching those and sharing them with friends. And I've enjoyed everything you've shared with us today here at Cars Yeah, Matt. So just type Matt into the search box. His show notes page will pop up with links to everything. Hey, Matt, thanks for being so generous with your time and expertise today and for sharing your experiences with our listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down that dirt road. Thanks a lot. I enjoyed it. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, 
a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!